The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia Superintendent of Public Instruction Jillian Balo recently issued a report about several statewide equity-related initiatives that have been rescinded, including EdEquity VA. As Megan Pauley reports, experts say the definition they're being tied to, the promotion of inherently divisive concepts, is flawed. The memo to Governor Glenn Youngkin states that inherently divisive concepts are those that violate parts of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, a law enacted to address blatant discrimination in the Jim Crow era. Dennis Parker, executive director of the National Center for Law and Economic Justice, says the suggestion that the Virginia Department of Education's equity work defies the Civil Rights Act is absurd. The idea that trying to address discrimination is discriminatory is something that is both perverse and extremely disturbing. And Parker says the state's interim report actually causes more political and racial division and invalidates the lived experiences of black Virginians in the classroom. The governor's office says a full review of divisive concepts in Virginia schools will be released in the coming months. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Proposals to amend Virginia's Constitution are officially off the table this year. The amendments would have allowed people who were previously convicted of a felony to vote. Another measure would have removed defunct language from the state constitution defining marriage between a man and a woman. A committee of the GOP-controlled House of Delegates killed both measures yesterday. Constitutional amendments require General Assembly approval two years in a row, followed by a voter referendum. A Virginia Senate committee has interrupted Republican efforts to repeal the state's recently adopted red flag gun law this week. The law provides a pathway for local authorities to temporarily remove firearms from a person who is a danger to themselves or others. Opponents say it violates the U.S. Constitution, while those who support the measure say it's applied carefully to reduce potential harm. GOP Delegate Marie March sponsored the bill to repeal the law, which was one of the most contentious gun proposals the General Assembly passed in 2020. Hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians and others living in the country are fleeing as Russia continues to invade. Virginia Commonwealth University professor Judy Twigg is an expert on Russia and Ukraine. She says while people are leaving, they don't want to go too far away. This is certainly a refugee crisis that will strain the resources of Europe, where most of these people are, and and where they will want to stay because they will hope that this is a short-term conflict and that they can go back home. There are over a million people of Ukrainian descent currently living in the United States. About 24,000 of them are in Virginia. Two of those Virginians spoke with VPM News Focal Point about how their family is doing abroad. Watch the interview tomorrow at 8 p.m. on VPM PBS. A fraternity member who played a role in the hazing death of Virginia Commonwealth University freshman Adam Oakes is no longer sentenced to spend two years in jail. Richmond's top prosecutor says his sentence was suspended as part of an agreement with the state in consultation with the Oaks family. Sarah McCluskey reports. 
Instead of jail time, Richmond Commonwealth's attorney Colette McKeachin says Andrew White, who was Adam Oakes's big brother at Delta Chi, will be on probation. He'll have to participate in restorative justice programs and work with the Love Like Adam Foundation, which was created by the Oakes family. The group aims to educate the community about the dangers of hazing. McKeachin says the Oakes family finds this resolution, quote, permits some lasting good to come out of this senseless tragedy. Oakes died in February 2021 during an off-campus pledge event. Ten other fraternity members allegedly involved in Oakes's death are still facing charges. Sarah McCluskey, VPM News. Yesterday was the deadline for Virginia school districts to lift their student mask mandates in accordance with the new law signed by Governor Glenn Youngkin. The measure allows parents to opt their children out of wearing face coverings in school settings. Some school districts are relaxing other COVID-19 health precautions, too, citing updated guidance from the CDC. For example, Chesterfield and Henrico are making masks optional on school buses. Masks are also not mandated for staff and visitors. While wearing masks is not required for students in Richmond public schools, they're still needed on school buses and for all adults. The Richmond City School Board has approved next year's over half a billion dollar budget. It includes raises for all staff members, including teachers, bus drivers, and food service personnel. But as Meg Schiffers reports, the board clashed over other expenses. While Richmond School Board members unanimously signed off on pay raises for staff members, they had a hard time agreeing on the district's virtual academy and the retention of several administrative staff. The Virtual Academy serves about a 1,000 students. It was originally going to be cut down to just 10 positions next year. Under the new budget, 30 virtual teachers will keep their jobs and 20 teachers currently in person will be given the opportunity to transfer online. Board members also debated the need for a chief operating officer and chief wellness officer, though they ultimately voted to keep those positions. Superintendent Jason Camrus says that was a relief. I'm happy that... I was able to preserve some key staff members. The budget will now go to the city council for consideration. Meg Schifris, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.